Good morning, everyone. This is Tangie C with the Intangible Shift Broadcast. On this episode, I will be talking about being in tune with one another. Towards the last school year, I suffered an injury that has kept me at home. This period of stagnation, or what I thought was causing delay in my life, as a stronghold has in fact encouraged my confidence in many ways. During this time, I have experienced a lot of back and leg pain that required six months of physical therapy, water therapy, and many trips to the orthopedic physician. Yet I've taken this opportunity to reflect on some goals that I have wanted to start. And this time has given me the chance to do this. It's incredible how God will provide chances to change the trajectory of one's life especially when we are still and listen for his voice. He has isolated me in preparation for fulfilling my life purpose. Listening for God's voice has equipped me with the ability to become a better listener to others when expressing their concerns, hopes, challenges. Being a good listener has helped me with my own personal and professional development and encouraged and enhanced my communication skills because once upon a time, if I was having a conflict with an individual and he or she needed for me to listen to what they had to say, I was busy thinking about what my response would be. And I would do so not really listening or I would interrupt the speaker to get my point across or jump in and finish someone else's sentence. On other occasions, not conscious of what the other person was trying to say, my mind would wander, thinking about something else. I ran across something on the social media platform which said, the biggest communication problem is we do not listen to understand. We listen to reply. Can anybody relate to this? I know I can because um, in my own experiences, uh, I have found myself in this situation. But if we're being honest with ourselves, we've all done this at some time or another. I've learned that being a good listener requires considerate effort and concentration. It's important to be considerate of others in their time of need. So when someone needs for me to lend a listening ear, I become selfless. Even with all that I am aiming to accomplish, I'm learning to stop and give him or her the time they require of me. I recognize that being a good listener is one of my spiritual gifts because I have a willingness to be open to others without judgment. I am thankful for this gift because it has afforded me the opportunity to gain insight into understanding the perspective of others. Now, understanding others does not mean that I must agree with their feelings or point of view. But instead, it means that I recognize their point of view and accept that it's different from my own. However, I feel honored when family, friends, or co-workers feel comfortable coming to me to share their experiences and concerns. Because, because it is a show of respect that they trust me. And also that there is a mutual trust and appreciation of one another. I notice that people will navigate towards me and feel comfortable expressing what's on their mind. I've even been told 
that uh, that I am a good listener. Therefore, I begin to think about why people perceive me this way. So I want to share five overarching practices that can encourage us to be a good listener. Number one, being a good listener requires a willingness to be open to the perspective and experiences of others without judgment. This is key because in a world where judgment flows to the left and right, up and down, the carnal side of us will be judgmental of others. Yet when we do this, it prevents us from understanding the challenges of another person. True, it is not always easy to listen without judging, but I've learned that withholding judgment while listening means I can truly hear them with an open mind. We must remember our friends, family, and colleagues feel better supported and people around us are more likely to feel safe when they know we aren't judging as they talk. It's important to actively listen and avoid making assumptions about what the other person is saying or about to say. We have to be engaged in the conversation by nodding, being empathetic, because this lets him or her know you are actively listening. We must be mindful who we are trusting with our most treasured secrets, because not everyone is for our good. We must ensure that what we're sharing uh, will be held in confidence. And this reminds me of a time when I met with a, a group of ladies on the holidays. And I shared some things that were happening in my own family dynamics where the ladies listened, they asked questions, and gave me some feedback. I only wanted them to listen, but it um, really wasn't looking for them to, to solve the issue. But days later, I caught wind that this conversation had been shared outside of this uh, circle of women. Although I was disappointed, I learned a valuable lesson of making sure that the next time I shared my secrets, that it would be with someone who would keep it in confidence. Practice number two. Being a good listener doesn't mean you must solve the issue being shared. Just listen intently without interrupting others as they speak, especially when you and the other person are talking to resolve a conflict. In such a situation, we choose to chill, we, we should choose to chill and remain cool because this prevents further misunderstanding and miscommunication. However, if the conversation is set to solve a problem, effective communication allows us to be open to new ideas and prospects and to be innovative collectively. I don't know if you've ever watched the, um, the show Property Brothers, but I, I love to watch this show because um, these two brothers, they come together and they, um, they find people who want to um, either renovate their homes or they want to renovate to sell to get a new home. But I love to watch that show because um, I'm looking to get my own house one day. That's one thing that one goal that I haven't attained. Um, and so, you know, I just watched the show. It kind of gets me excited about um, and looking forward to um, getting my own home one day. But if you watch the show, the um, 
their brothers, uh, sometimes they run into issues or problems where they're trying to figure out how they're going to uh, renovate a home. And in some instances, they might clash with one another about their ideas. But um, one of the things that I love that I see that I notice that they do, that they, uh, at the end of the show, they have um, listened to each other's ideas and um, they come together as one and resolve that that problem and and at the end of the show they they have brought this home together uh, it, it looks fantastic and um and so I just love that they they've come together at, uh, collectively and um and able to you know restore the home for 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 their clients so um, I, I just love um, that show, but I just wanted to use that as, a, as an example of how uh, effective communication allows us to be uh, open to new ideas and um, causes us to be innovative as well. So on to number three, um, a good listener gains trust and respect, especially when the listener can keep it to themselves and not use the information as a gossip fest. Okay. So I know we've been in situations, this often happens sometimes, where people, we think that we can trust with our information, where in turn, tell someone else, uh, and then someone else is told, and then before you know it, people are talking about it, and then, you know, you find out from someone that that, that your, um, your confidence has been broken, because now everybody's talking about it, and becomes uh, a place, or uh, a, a place of gossip. But, you know, looking at this from the aspect of leadership, um, leaders often have the task of taking the feedback from staff and colleagues because good leaders know they don't have all the answers. And so they spend time listening to the ideas, feedback, and thoughts of their staff, and they incorporate that information into the decisions and plans that they make. When a person feels listened to, it builds trust loyalty and commitment in the relationship so here are some tips that I found in my research for building trust by improving the way to becoming a better listener and just as a note this comes from an article about leading with trust these four tips fall under uh, still number three of how being a good listener gains trust and respect so we don't want to interrupt um It's rude and disrespectful to the person you're speaking with, and it conveys the attitude, whether you mean it or not, that what you have have to say is more important than what he or she is saying. Also, make sure that uh, you understand what the other person is trying to say or share with you by asking clarifying questions and paraphrasing paraphrase to ensure that you understand what the person is trying to communicate. Generous and empathetic listening is a key part. Um, You might have heard the quote unquote, seek first to understand, then to be understood. This comes from Kobe's famous seven habits of highly effective people. It's important to learn each other's, uh, each other's personal stories. Um, The successes, failures, joys, and sorrows that we experience in life weave together to form our story. Our story influences the way we relate to others, 
And when a leader takes time to understand the stories of his followers, he has a much better perspective and understanding of their motivations. Chick-fil-A has an excellent video called um, Every Life Has a Story. Um, this is in their training program that serves as a, um, a powerful reminder of this truth. That it's important to learn each person's story. Also, it's important to stay in the moment. So what I mean by that is that it's, it's easy to be distracted uh, when, when in a conversation. So sometimes we're thinking about the next meeting that we must run to, uh, maybe the pressing deadline uh, you are up against, or even that we need to pick up uh, something at the grocery store on the way home from work. All of, the, all of these things are important, but they distract us from truly being present and fully invested in the conversation. So take notes and practice active listening to stay engaged. Point number four, demonstrating patience. It is indicative of patience when we can actively listen to people's joys and sorrows and demonstrate understanding of these situations as well as display a tolerance of what people are experiencing in their lives. Patience is a good attribute to have as it helps build empathy towards others. This lifelong spiritual practice is an invaluable skill that can transform relationships because it reveals kindness in one's heart. Many people are drawn to kindness and therefore they will be naturally drawn to you. My last point, number five, uh, being a good listener is about self-awareness. Whereas we recognize and, and become conscious of, of our character. For example, when talking about having patience, uh, I've come to know that patience can be used in every area of our lives by remembering that patience is the ability to not be troubled by life's changes, delays, or other undesirables. But it's the ability to maintain stillness um, during a point, disappointment. Um, I try to practice self-awareness in those moments where I feel the greatest need for patience. Um, so we have to pay attention to what arises in us and, and notice where uh, we may feel a stress um, during these times as well. So I was reading this article um, by Leo Carver. He's a certified instructor of, of perfect health. And, uh, in which he discusses how to practice um, patience and cultivate this skill for ourselves when dealing with other people. Carver says that uh, patience is a regal trait. Imagine that, regal. When we think about regal, that meaning uh, is uh, something that is, uh, that's magnificent and royal. So he's talking about a magnificent and ro royal trait that we should have. Um, wow. Patience allows us to have majesty over life circumstances because it benefits relationships, ourselves, and uh, every area of life. Uh, and so, uh, Leo also says that practicing uh, practice uh, practicing patient rather shifts your attention away from the stress and frustration that we may be going through. Um, acting with patience is a way of telling life that you are in charge. Uh, that you are in no hurry, there is no distress, only peace and confidence in your truth. 
Therefore, knowing this, when practicing patience and being a good listener, our self-awareness should remind us that no one has the right to hinder others from their life or personal self-expression, no matter how much you like to sometimes. And I further come to understand that when I agree to be a good listener during another person's time of self-expression, in that moment when I may laugh with them or feel some other positive emotion about what they are sharing, my mind may even jump to some sort of negative uh, notion and reaction, and my body may even register a response. But I am the source of it all. Whereas I can tap into my stillness, my peace, and hopefully uh, transfer that metamorphosis to others. Ultimately, patient is an ex- patience is an expression of this awareness through love, kindness, and reflects a generous nature as well. When we aim to be a good listener for our personal and professional growth, the biggest thing we can offer people is our presence and full undivided attention. So I'm going to stop here. Um, Thank you to everyone who's listening. um, And I will see you next time on the Intangible Shift broadcast. This is Tangie C.